Flashback 64 is the podcast where Gooey, McKenna, and friends flashback to the 90s and early 2000s with a look at the Nintendo 64's catalog. Starting with the console's launch titles and proceeding in release order, they discuss each game and the contemporary cultural and historical context. We discuss games such as Super Mario 64, GoldenEye, Ocarina of Time, and many more iconic titles, along with the lesser-known games. Follow us on Twitter at Flashback64Pod and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Zelda Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Alice and Aletha. How you doing, Al? What's up? Doing pretty good. Nothing much. Just chilling. I'm ready to talk some more Zelda, I guess. Nice. Nice. I'm trying not to bring up the weather. What? I'm trying not to bring up the weather. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with the weather? It's a little overcast I'm, here. It's a little. Uh... I'm good. Let's talk about Zelda. <laughs> We were talking about Oppenheimer, actually. I finally completed yeah. my, my Barbenheimer journey last night. As a matter of fact, Allison and I, Allison's like, hey. Well, first of all, I was like, Allison, can we record a day early? I got uh, I got plans on Sunday. And she's like, sure. She was great enough to do that for me. She asked me a simple favor. She's like, hey, can we record at 11? And I was like, no problem. And then I saw Oppenheimer last night at 10 o'clock, which is like a five-hour movie, or it seems like it. And, uh, and so I got back, I think... I think we got out of the theater at about one, got back at about one thirty, went to sleep at maybe like two or two thirty ish, and uh, did not meet that eleven o'clock mark. So I, I kind of feel, I feel like I owe you an apology here in front of everybody else. So please accept that. I'm sorry, but Oppenheimer I, was great. <laughs> I accept your apology, and and I feel like Oppenheimer makes it worth it. I guess because it's a fantastic movie. Very cool movie. Uh, very complicated guy. Very complicated. Uh, very complicated story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we're we're gonna skip over the weather, even though I kind of told you what was going on over here. I see some sunshine in your blinds behind yeah, you there. Yeah, very sunshiny. That's good. I think this is gonna be the hottest weekend that we have this summer. We haven't really had hundred degree weather, and it's gonna be hundred degrees. So I hate that, but. <laughs> I don't know Other what that is in Celsius, like but I bet you that's hot. It's uh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100. That's a high number. Makes total sense. Uh, well, you know what? There's an outfit for that in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. There is. And yeah. uh, we're going to be talking about outfits today. And uh, and I feel like I'm kind of on a roll because we uh, we actually did a, an episode on the ZeldaCast Top 10s, which is our new Patreon bonus show, uh, ranking our favorite outfits and so this is almost like the uh the, the companion episode to that piece because we were talking about which ones are our favorite like aesthetically and and i guess like also functionality wise but me i was just like pretty much strictly aesthetics um so now we're going to talk about the outfits we're going to talk about all of them we only got a chance to talk about 10 outfits on the show now we're going to talk about all of them we're going to talk about what we like about their abilities we're going to talk about Maybe, if we have time, maybe we'll throw in some of the uh, the other outfits from the ones that return in, from Breath of the Wild and, and talk about them and if we use them a lot. Um, and, and just kind of go over 
the fashion uh, and the uh, and the, the the durability and the purpose of all these outfits in uh, Tears of the Kingdom of Hyrule today. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. I know we've been uh, this is one of our first episodes that we actually earmarked when Tears of the Kingdom came out. So we're finally here. We're finally gonna do it, and uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited too. I love talking about outfits in these games because there's so many and there's they they all have a purpose and some I think are not as exciting as others, but um I feel like a few kind of had some like quality of life. They gave us like quality of life changes from Breath of the Wild. So it was mm. kind of exciting to have, you know, these new outfits. Definitely um I definitely agree. So I'm gonna encourage everybody Again, like I said, there's uh, this is going to be a companion piece to our ZeldaCast Top 10s episode, which uh, during that episode, too, we also... Re- so just to, to give a little uh, spiel here before we get into the show, ZeldaCast Top 10s, I think what we've decided on is, like, there's going to be two Top 10 lists per episode. One of them is going to be fan-voted, one of them is going to be whoever the guest is that month coming on. So um, so what we did was we we had the Top 10, uh, our, our favorite outfits, and then we also did... Single dungeon item use items. I butchered that. But basically the idea was like we ranked our top 10 items that you really only use in one dungeon and don't really use anywhere else in the game. So so that was a lot of fun. You should check that out. I encourage you guys if you're able to uh, to check that out. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other good stuff going on over on Patreon as well. Um, okay. Well, we have we have a lot of, of armor to get to here. So we better not dilly-dally. Um, yeah. Let's start off with, uh, well, I guess let's just start off with the uh, archaic armor set. No yes. perks, no nothing, can't be upgraded. Just looks cool. Just looks cool. <laughs> That's I my love note. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great um, set. It's like, it's it's so cool looking, but I was disappointed that, like, it didn't need to have perks, but I wish you could upgrade it because you can upgrade the Hylian gear. Right yeah. off the bat, from from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, but this set you can't upgrade at all at the Great Fairy. So, I was like, it looked so cool. I like how you could do different colors with it. I love the very gladiator feel of uh, Link's sandals. Um, I also really struggled with the placement of it because in in game the two like first clothing pieces that you can get in Breath of the Wild are right there for you in the Shrine of Resurrection, but in this game. One piece is inside, one piece is outside. I thought I was missing a piece for the whole, like, first two hours of the game. And that was kind of stressful. And I knew what it looked like beforehand, so I was really excited for yeah. it. And I was like, where is <laughs> where is this other armor piece? So I feel like it was really weird getting there. But once you have it, it looks really cool. I just wish you could upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much took the words out of my mouth. Like, because this is, like, the Tears of the Kingdom outfit, right? Like, this is what was used in the in the promotional videos it was what was used in like mm-hmm. links uh, character renders and stuff like that like I kind of thought that like yeah this would be um maybe not like the exact like champion student equivalent but like like something along that, those lines where you could like you said like you could at least upgrade it uh, and, and and do something with it so the fact that you can't I think is a is a bit disappointing to me. Um, although I do really like the, the look of it, like, I, and I think it looks great, but I, I also, part of me is just like, do I like this look because, because I think it's like the Tears of the Kingdom outfit, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it, if it wasn't, I don't think I'd almost like ever wear this. I think it would be, you know, that really, uh, you know, that really crappy set that you get in Breath of the Wild in the Great Plateau, um, at the beginning yeah. of the game. 
I think yeah. it would be pretty much the equivalent to that, where, like, you get it, but you don't really use it. But, yeah, for this one, it's just, like, I feel like I want to use it. And, and truth be told, when I'm in towns and stuff like that, and there's no enemies or whatever, I usually just change into this because I like the way it looks. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I like it because that's kind of what I thought of when I thought of Tears of the Kingdom Link, in a way. So, disappointing that you can't upgrade it, but, uh, eh, you know, I guess uh, I guess that's... That's uh, just how she goes. Um, but it is a it is a cool looking set, and I specifically really love the uh, like the gladiator sandals. I don't know why, but I think those look great. I really like anything that kind of shows off like Link's tattoos. Well, and you know what? I was just thinking. I was just thinking that a lot of the Tears of the Kingdom armor, like its purpose, is to showcase. Well, I shouldn't say purpose, but a big part of its design purpose was to showcase Link's arms. So this is definitely one of the ones that, like, very much showcases Link's shoulder, his arm, like what's going on with yeah. all that, which I think is super cool because I love Link's arm in this game. It's like such a cool design. Well, Raru's arm, I guess, but. It's such a cool design, so I love that the armor really plays into that, and this piece, the archaic like top piece, really does. It's super cool. Yeah, um, it, it does look very, very cool. Um, do wish you could upgrade it. Don't know why you can't. Seems weird, but... It does seem weird. Like, I mean, it's kind of like what you said, that, that kind of crappy armor set that you get on... Uh, the plateau you can't upgrade that but this doesn't look like a crappy armor set you know what i mean like it looks yeah. to me it's equivalent to the to the hylian set you know the standard hylian stuff so i don't know why you can't upgrade it i don't know i wore my hylian set for like an outrageously long time in tears of the kingdom also by the way look i did not time. no i i did in breath of the wild for sure but in this game i was very like i really don't want to it's not breath of the wild yeah fair fair um okay Let's go over and let's talk about... This is a cool set. The Charge Set. Ooh. Uh, this is, like... This is a, a cool-looking set. Uh, I like it. However, I feel like the... I, I mean, if I'm being realistic, like, I feel like 90% of the uh, abilities and, like, buffs that you get from the armor doesn't really help you out in, in a great way. Maybe 90% is too high, but, like, this one... Um, this one particularly, and there's a few others that are, like, the companion pieces to this... It's like mm -hmm. it elevates your attack in a storm, which is a very specific circumstance where like mm -hmm. you have to yeah, you have to be in a storm, you have to be in a region that has storms, and you have to be fighting, and and I can't think of a whole lot of instances where those kinda coalesce to, to make this armor set super, super useful. But I think it looks cool. And it's uh you know, I like the idea, like I said on ZeldaCast top tens, of having armor kind of based on the dragons. I think that's cool. Yes. Um, I agree, actually. I would say that I almost didn't wear these sets, the Charged and the other two sets. Um, I would have liked if it was more of, like, an upgrade to the sets we had in Breath of the Wild where it helped you in those weather conditions. Like, if you were in a storm and you wore the, you wore the Charged set, it would help you not get, like, hit by lightning. Yeah, kind yeah. Kind of like a rubber set. I think that would have been cool because it would have been, like, obviously you already have sets that do that function, but these look cooler and they're, like, kind of based on the dragons. I think the charge set is like one of the ones that you actually kind of have to get in order to finish like complete yes. a, a main quest, which seems really odd to me when you think about the other two sets. So it would be kind of nice that the other two were also required or this one wasn't. It just seemed it's like one of those decisions that Nintendo makes like they're numbering. That's just weird and off to me. It feels very incomplete, but it looks super cool. Um, you could do it, like, obviously with all the armor sets, you could do different colors, and I've seen people do really creative things with these three armor sets, so 
I think it looks awesome, but I honestly only ever wore it once for the main quest. Right. Um, really, really quickly, just to, to get on a side topic here, Al. Uh, talk, speaking of last week's show and weird numbers and stuff like that, did did anyone give you any pushback for Koroks? Did, did, you, did anyone stick up for Koroks that you saw? I didn't see anybody stick up for Koroks. I saw the debate about what even makes a collectathon or a collectible, but yes. I think that's subjective to every person. Um, so that was kind of fun to talk about, but I didn't see anybody kick back about Koroks. Did you? No. I don't, I don't think anybody would. <laughs> and, and that was my point. It was just like, I was kind of expecting somebody to be like, well, if you don't like them, don't get them. And yeah. it's like, yeah, thanks. Or, or like was, something like you know, that. I it, was the person who stood up for them in Breath of the Wild, but I will not in tears. I think like, I was kind of expecting a little bit of pushback and I... Maybe they were just like a universally loathed collect <laughs> collectathon or something. Because like, so. not a not a soul was just like, hey, you leave those Koroks alone. <laughs> I like collecting Koroks and Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> not even one person. I love that with the hundred backpack friends that you have to help. Um, that people got really creative in torturing them, and I thought that I know some people are like. I don't know about that, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I, it was great. I think they deserve it. Like they deserve it. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen crosses built and Koroks uh, adhered to them, <laughs> if you will, and uh, lots of other great ways and methods of transportation. So, mm -hmm. like that, that part I actually like. I think is fun, but it's the other nine hundred yeah. I'm talking about. But um, I, sorry, one last thing before we move on from this. I saw a really great comment, and uh, and I don't have it in front of me. Shoot, um, but it, it essentially said like. You know, I think the people, the only people that are bothered by the Koroks and stuff like that are the people that like to get 100% in their Zelda games. Because, like, if, yeah. I feel like if you don't like to get it, it probably is not a big deal. And right. I think that's actually probably, I think there's some merit to that. I think that's pretty accurate. Because, like, I like to 100% my, my games. Like, if I'm really enjoying a game, I'm going to get 100%. Like, like I threw out Pikmin 4 last week. Uh, I'll bring it up again this week. I got 100% on literally everything, uh, and I, I put it away very satisfied with the game. 40 hours, I was like, wow, that was fantastic. And for, for Tears of the Kingdom, I would like 200% it as well, but I'm just, like, not gonna... I don't hate myself that much, you know? Like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Are you saying I hate myself? <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't hate myself. <laughs> I don't I hate you it. either, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> oh, good. I don't hate you either. <laughs> That's probably uh, a good thing, having a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about, let's get back to what, uh, let's get back to what we're actually talking about here, which is Tears of the Kingdom armor. And um, let's do the, the match, well, I guess not the matching, but one of the, uh, the similar sets to uh, the charge set that we were just talking about, which is the Ember set, which is, uh, again, kind of like... You could almost copy and paste what you say about the charge set and and transport it to the Ember set because and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Al. This one instead of when it's storming, you have to be. Do you have to be in just a high temperature area or an area where like you're on fire? You know, I don't remember because I didn't use it. But from what I was just looking up before the show, it just says in high temperatures. If it works, like when you're on fire. I mean, not to the point where you could be on fire. I think that'd be useful, but I don't ever think I got there because I didn't think it would work that way. Like, oh, if I could use this in the volcano areas right. instead of this dumb flame breaker looking armor. 
I would totally use it, but I don't think I did. I think maybe I tried it once and I was like, no, it doesn't work that way. I, I can't hate be sure. that Flamebreaker armor. Correct. Yeah, I do too. Anyway, some some people come tell us, educate us, if that's how it works. Um, well, I mean, look, this this looks incredible. This is the I think the best of the, of the dragon armors. The, the yeah. headpiece. Oh my god, it looks cool. It looks so cool. Yeah. Um, and that that being said, yeah, it, it has all of the same like same drawbacks, if you will, where it's like you. It's a very specific set of circumstances, and. And I don't. I think it does make a difference if it if it works when you're in like fire or if it's when you're in a hot area. Because if you're in a hot area, that's far more useful. Um, if it only works when you're on fire, that's like I feel like that can actually be accurate. Because if you're on fire, this doesn't protect you. The armor doesn't protect you. So how would you ever use it? Um, which is pretty much. I, I'm gonna say this this works in like hot areas, which does make it more useful yeah. than than in storms. Yeah. But still, like. I mean, that's one very specific part of the map where this is going to serve you. Um, and, it, and like, it's not like there... I mean, there's... As we concluded last week, there's, like, a thousand taluses on the on the map that you can mm -hmm. fight. But, like, again, I, I don't know. Just kind of, like, not exactly the most relevant, maybe? Relevant of, of, of buffs that you get for, for this armor. You know where I could see these armor pieces actually working well if I didn't use the Fierce DD armor while I was doing this is the Gleox. Because when you go into like the sphere where the Gleox power kind of like there radiates, the storm right. ones create a storm, the fire ones make the temperature go up, the ice ones make the temperature go down. So I could feel like these would work really well. I just happened, Fierce DD armor is like really good for fighting. So I right. always use that armor. But I could see those working well there. Um, I agree with what you said. I think the Ember armor set is the best looking one of the three. Um, I was really excited when I started getting it because I did the Elden area pretty early. So that's where you get it. Um, and I thought it looked cool. But again, it didn't serve a purpose like all the other armor sets I was using. as mm. Like were as much as the other armor sets I was using. So I didn't wear it that much. So it's a bummer. You're probably right, though. I bet you that's exactly this. I bet you these sets are literally for fighting Gleox. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe, like, that's on on us. And just another great example, I guess, of Tears of the Kingdom. Like, you can play so many different ways that you maybe you don't recognize or realize something until months later down the line. That's that's a great suggestion. I, I think, you know, I'd, I'd like to try that, actually, and, and see mm. if that helps fighting a Gleox or not. Um, let's talk about the Frostbite armor, just to finish off our, our dragon armor here. I think this is the weakest one. I think it is. Okay. Now, I think the headpiece is really cool. I like the headpiece, but I don't know what's going on with the uh, with the little the rest of it. Like it it looks uh, <laughs> it looks like they you forgot not, the shoulders. You were not the target audience for this armor set. I know a lot of people actually really like this, like aesthetically. Really? And yes, I yeah, it was well, a big deal. Like initially when tears came out people were like where do i find this armor set because they wanted link to look a certain way and it just for them it just like worked aesthetically now the functionality is the same as the others but right. i think a lot of people really like this actually okay well i mean like i'm not a big fan but uh i i don't know like uh, maybe i'm being obtuse I'm, is it is it because it's a more like uh revealing like yeah yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah. All right, that's I just, fine. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like, some people just really like the way Link looks in it, you know? Well, that's fair enough. Um, I, I do remember playing Tears of the Kingdom at the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. 
And I was not allowed to put a shirt on Link. Uh, actually, I don't think I was playing. I think Lulu was playing in, in Mallow and some other people. And uh, we were getting we were getting some pretty big damage in the uh, the Stormark ship. And I was like, I bet you if you put a shirt on Link, you might not get hit so hard. And they were just like, no. No, that's not worth oh, it. Oh, sounds familiar from when yeah. my pal Andy Spateria was playing. And I'm like, eat some food. No, nah, I won't get hit. It's fine. No, that that's not the same at all. That's <laughs> Literally totally got different. hit within five seconds. No, that's that's totally different. Um, so yeah, I, I think the, I think the frostbite armor is, uh, <laughs> I think aesthetically it, it's like my least favorite. I think like, um, functionality wise, you know, like you said, it's, it's the same. It's instead of storms or instead of hot areas, it's, uh, it's meant to be worn and cool areas. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't save you from, uh, from the cold itself, which is, which is, oh, you know, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like you kind of touch on it with the charge set. Like, I feel like if the charge set prevented you from getting zapped with lightning and this set, the frostbite set prevented you from taking cold damage and same for the ember set with heat damage, we're talking like way different. Like we're talking to a much different functionality, a much more like, um, h- higher purpose. I don't know. I can't, yeah. th- I, I woke up like 40 minutes ago. I can't think, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? <laughs> Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. I, I understand, like, somebody's going to come back and say, well, what about the armor sets that actually do that? I get it. I hate the Flame Breaker armor set, though. I'd much rather wear the Ember armor set when I'm in lava areas. Right. I, the, I actually really like the Snow Quill armor set. It's one of my favorites from Breath of the Wild. But would it be kind of cool to wear the Dragon set instead? Yeah. So it's like, it's like an evolution, not like a... You don't want it to do those things because you already have armor sets to do that. And I'm like, okay, but this is a new game too. Like this is the yeah. next game. Maybe some of those need to be retired, the old ones. Um, I agree, and and I have uh, I have some thoughts on the Breath of the Wild armor sets that I'm hoping that we're gonna have time to get to at the end of the show here. Um, let's talk about the armor of the depths. It's a cool piece. It's cool. cool piece. I actually really like the way it looks. It, it reminds me of Zant. Like, yeah. uh, like the Zant hood or whatever that it's got going on. So it, it's Personally, very, I thought it would look like the guy in Ocarina of Time and Majora's mask that has to do with the pose and he's got the stick and like the red eye. This set always reminded me of that guy. The stick and the red, are you talking about Dompe? No, not Dompe. He, um, when you're an what adult. You, oh, and... oh, wait, the, the, the guy at the shop with the thing. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, go get the pose. And you're like, okay. The you one, know. the one in the room that when you're a kid, we all know this room. You go in and you smash all those pots. Yeah, pots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This armor kind of reminded me of that guy, and I turned it. I think I turned it more purple than it is, cause or something of that nature, because it looked cool. So I actually really like this armor in the depths. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, like I, I think that this is a, a good looking set, um, and it gives you gloom resistance, which I think like is useful but i i can't say that i used it a ton especially when i got minaru um when i got minaru yeah. gloom resistance to me was like pretty much like not not a factor anymore because i would just ride on the uh, the construct across any any gloom areas so that i wouldn't take any damage or stuff like that um yeah. where i like i might have put this on once or twice if i was climbing but there is also a certain point um where it's just like Okay, I've I've got like over ten hearts, like yeah, whatever. I, I'm just gonna take the the gloom damage and like, chances are I was I was beelining it to a light route anyways, so I was just like, whatever. Like I'll I'll just uh, I'll absorb it. I kind of agree. Um, I really like this like initially in my exploring, 
Um, I tried to get it really quickly, and I did because you could. I think you just trade pose for it. And um, so I got it initially. I used it a lot in my initial playthrough, well, my initial time there. But once I get like a lot more hearts, and I would say this is the same for gloom resistant meals too. Like I just didn't use it as much because I was a lot more restless when I had a lot more hearts. Yeah. You know. So I kind of agree. Like it doesn't it doesn't serve as much of a purpose later on, but I think it's pretty cool initially. I, it's definitely pretty cool initially, and it, and it looks cool, which I, I think is, like, a big, important part. And, um, again, I, I, like, I actually didn't really, like, upgrade all this either. So, like, I'm sure that if you fully upgrade it, it you basically take no damage from Gloom, which is probably pretty handy. Maybe maybe you don't. I'm not sure. Remember, I think when you upgrade armor, it doesn't really, like, improve the actual perk. It just improves your defense. If I remember, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I'll correct really you for our next sense. armor piece. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I, maybe maybe that's not true. But then, like, uh, so I, I never did it. I was gonna say that if you if you were able to upgrade it, and it was able to just like completely get rid of of gloom damage, might have not been a bad thing to uh, take to the Ganondorf fight at the end of the game. Very true. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I never did that. So there we go. Uh, okay, let's talk about this next this next piece here. This is the froggy piece, and this, Allison, is one where I was a little bit disappointed, because oh, okay. I did, like, I did a thousand side quests with Pen. I thoroughly examined everything in Hyrule, all these potential princess sightings, I, I went to the Lucky Clover, and I was excited to get my, my slip-resistant armor, because I was like, golly, does it ever rain a lot in Hyrule and Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it's just me. But I was like, it rains way more than it did in, in, in Breath of the Wild. Like, it's always raining here. And so I, I'm going in. I'm excited. I put this frog armor on. And I and it's it's raining, of course. And uh, and I'm going up to climb. And I'm doing my thing. And it was like, and I fall all the way down. And I was like, Argh. so I was not happy with that. If I uh, had a receipt, I would have returned it. Got a got a better one. <laughs> Mine was defective, and then I understand that if, if you upgrade it, then and only then do you stop slipping for good. But I never did because I was so upset and so uh, so so disgusted that they sold me this this froggy set that in fact does not prevent slipping. It only minimizes it to a very small yeah. extent. So what I found when you use the slip armor and the slip resistant like elixirs and stuff is. It does help as well. It does help as long as you're not jumping. The second you start jumping, it's like, nope, you're slipping. And I also know that when I'm, because I used to speedrun Breath of the Wild. So anytime I was slipping, I knew that if I get like three or four or five or six climbs out of it, then I could jump, slide down, and be right where I was still and not lose any, lose the, 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 the amount of length I've gained in my climb. So you could do that in this game with the slip resistance, but it's about 20 to 25, like, climbs up, and then you could jump and come by, right back down to where you were at the top of that 20 to 25. So I was over here counting and doing math, and it does work. It just, once you start jumping, it really just doesn't like you doing that, so you still slip. So I'm over here thinking it's going to completely negate the slipping, and it doesn't, and that is frustrating, but I do see where it helps. You know, it doesn't make you totally immune to it. I guess it does if you upgrade it. I never tested that but i understand the frustration because you're over here thinking oh i'm gonna be resistant to slip completely and you're not which like which is which would have been fine 
if you got it early in the game and you're just mm-hmm. like, you know, you're like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm at lookout landing and I'm going to get something that's going to help with, with all the rain, not get rid of the sliding and stuff, but it, it's going to like assist me in, in where I need to go. But like when you do potential princess sightings and you, and you've done like one, two, three, five, 10, like 15, 15 side quests. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, time to get the, the frog armor. No more slipping. And you're still slipping. It's just like, great. What, like, I could have just, uh, I could have just caught a bunch of lizards and, and made, or frogs and made anti-slip potions and it's the exact same thing. And, mm-hmm. and I would have had to do all of these, these side quests. Now, obviously the side quests are fun and, and all that kind of stuff. I would have done them anyways. But what my point is, is like, I, for, for where you were in the game when you get that reward, I was, I was like ready to be, like, I kind of thought this would be like the rubber outfit where it's like no more lightning damage or like the thunder right. helm where it like completely absorbs lightning. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I think this is like a quality of life change that Nintendo gave us. But here's the thing. You can find different ways to maneuver up a cliff now by building something instead of climbing. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yay, you gave us something that helps. It doesn't completely get rid of, but it helps, which is okay. That's fine. But I uh, could also just create a balloon and get up to the top of the mountain now you know, or ascend through a cave that's slippery. So it's just, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you gave us a quality of life change people complained about in Breath of the Wild that probably would have been best in Breath of the Wild. But you could find other ways around it in tears now. So is it really that helpful? Probably not. Do you like the way it looks? I think it's, um, I really like the pants and the, here's an issue I have with a lot of the tiers in Breath of the Wild armor sets. I don't like the head pieces. I think they, except for the dragon sets, those are cool. But like the head piece on this looks really goofy, but the rest of it I think looks cool. Um, you know what? I I don't mind the way the head piece actually, I think it looks, uh, I think it looks okay. It's like kind of goofy and quirky and... (laughs) Well, okay, maybe maybe it could be maybe it could be a little bit better, but I guess like how much more frog like do you want it to be, right? Like um all right, let's let's move on. Let's talk about this next piece which uh which I I want everybody to tune into the Zelda Cast top 10s to hear what I have to say about this piece because um it's one of my favorite in the game. And that is the glide armor. And yeah. it's not like it's not like super super useful, I don't think. In, in the context of the game, like you, you have to upgrade it a lot in order to unlock its full potential where you can just like fall from anywhere and just like splat right on the ground and not take any damage, which is kind of neat. Oh, but... I didn't know it did that. I just knew, I just know the maneuverability is better in the sky. I think it's very useful in the sky. It, it is useful in the sky. Like definitely, um, particularly when you're doing the, uh, the mini games. Um, yeah. but I mean, it's not like, it's not like you're free falling a ton in the game right but uh well okay (laughs) maybe i'm selling it short then i i like i really like the way that the the functionality uh like like the base functionality like you could definitely feel it when you're maneuvering around like immediately even with one piece i like the i I like the gimmick for like once you upgrade it because like there's nothing like free falling and just being like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna fall um and i think this looks like so awesome this set looks so good. Yeah. Um, I have another issue with the headpiece. I think it made the whole thing look goofy, but what? I really like... I don't like the headpiece, but I really like the rest of it. I dyed it black so Link would look like a crow um, going through the sky. Oh. So I... Man, see, that's <laughs> your problem right there. Now, let me... Uh, 
let me tell you a story about Batman. And uh, in the year 20... This is fine. In the year, hold on, hold on. In the year <laughs> 2011 or 2012, something like that, DC Comics rebooted all of their comics. Like, every single comic that they ever had. They called it the New 52. So, like, Batman, for example, instead of being episode, or like comic number uh, 569 or whatever, is now, like, Batman number one. Or, like, Superman number one or whatever. And there's a new writer for this Batman reboot called Scott Snyder. And he introduced this great villainous group called the Court of Owls. And the Court of Owls was like a secret society. And they had these guys who were like assassins. They were called Talons. Actually, a really cool twist is like Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin, a.k.a. Nightwing, was supposed to be a Talon when he was a lad. But anyways, so these Talons were, were dressed like owls and they looked super awesome. And that outfit looks very similar to a Talon. So every time I see it, I'm just like, dang, that's cool. Like, watch out, okay. Batman. The Court of Owls has come for you. <laughs> okay. I think that's fair. And I mean, again, this is all objective. I personally just didn't like the headpiece. I wore it when I wanted to have, like, the full maneuverability in the sky. And like I said, I I, re I really liked the way the rest of it looked. And so I turned Link into this kind of crow-looking figure going through the sky. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I love the mini games using this glider thing. I love, um, there's, like, a construct facility or something in the sky where you fall through all the lasers. And I thought that was Oh, really yeah. Cool. Man, that and was so awesome. I, yeah, so that was really fun. And I think the armor itself is super cool. But like you said, it's like one of those things where you only really use when you're in the sky. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, well, you know, I think I still think it looks sweet. And it reminds me of Batman. And Zelda needs more Batman in it, frankly. So, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the the miners armor. Oh, my God. I literally never uh... use this. The pants are cool. I think the pants are cool, but the rest is kind of no, goofy. no, no. The uh, the opposite, the opposite. Al, this pants. He looks like Aladdin. No, Aladdin was like my first crush. What are you talking about? Well, Aladdin I'm... has cool pants. No, Aladdin has has a sick vest that shows off his abs, and he has this cool little hat. <laughs> but his pants are like he's smuggling two basketballs at the bottom. That's the exact same thing with the miner's outfit. What? It's like the same kind of pants that the Gerudo wear. The poofy pants. Yeah, no, no I like good. those types of pants. Wow, you're weird. Look at the, the helmet itself looks goofy. No, AF. the helmet is so. The helmet is awesome. The helmet <laughs> and the and the top are are awesome. They're ugly and they have all these like lights and yeah. Off your arms? No. They, you know what they look like? They look like the angler fish actually from Link's Awakening with like yeah, the the little true. thing coming down. Yeah. Glub glub, glub glub. Like uh, it looks it looks awesome. Although I I have to agree. I uh, I don't think I like really ever use this i have never wore this you know what one. hold on i have to take that back because I, I i think i might have put it on at the very beginning of the game but like god you have so many um uh bright bright bloom seeds bright what yeah are they called bright bloom bright bloom i think that's right right it's been a minute since we played this game <laughs> I, to be honest with you i i haven't played i played so much since tears before the marathon before the marathon like, yeah yeah yeah, I mean, we we played at the marathon, which was fun. Yeah, but not that much. Not that probably only a couple hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I was a little bit fatigued, so I, I had to put it away for for a little bit. Um, I'm, you know, and that being said, I wonder when our first batch of DLC is gonna come. We're gonna have an episode all about DLC in the in the future, but like, uh, I think like we gotta be like getting close to like wave one of that announcement, Yay, right? November, December would be wave one. 
Yeah. I think uh, yeah. if if we get a direct in September, that would be a good time to announce, you know, announce yeah. something. Um, yep. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. This is, like, I can't knock it because it, it's, it serves a function even if you don't use it. Like, it, it's a, you know, it's, it's useful. Like, because, I mean, you can't see anything in the depths. You get brighter as you upgrade, and it's easy to upgrade too. So I can't, like, I can't say that um, it's not useful it looks insane, which is which is fun. So like, yeah, I don't know. I I I like this set. I can't say it's my favorite set, but I I do I do like it. I don't really care for it. I think it's like like you said, you get so many of the seeds. Um, you could also make your own elixir, which has a pretty good like glow radius for about like a solid ten minutes. You don't even need that many ingredients for it, and which is what I use primarily if I wasn't using like a speed potion. So. I don't know. It's just it wasn't for me. Well, that's fair. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, Adriel says, "Mom," because I told her that her mom was in chat. So, <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Adriel's mom again. Just uh, <laughs> a living Zelda Dungeon legend. Um, all right, let's let's talk about one. I'm gonna just let you go ahead because I have a hankering that this is gonna be high on your list of uh, armor sets here. The Mystic Armor Set. Take it away. Okay, believe it or not, I. <laughs> This is the headpiece that I like, and I don't really care for the rest. <laughs> um, I mean, the rest, it looks cool. I think it's, like, a solid look. I love the glow. I love the, like, uh, the swirls. <laughs> we talk about the swirls a lot in uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I think that, I think overall it looks cool, but I think the headpiece is the coolest part. So the mystic armor you get from helping Colton with his dream to become a Satori. And he gives you this really cool armor set that instead of taking like health damage when you get hit, you take it takes your rupees, which after the duplication glitch to me was not a big deal because I had like a hundred k rupees. But beforehand, a lot of people were really struggling to get rupees, so maybe this armor mm. isn't the greatest. Um, I think the headpiece looks so cool because it's got like the Satori kind of face on the front. I really love the little bloopy antennas. I think the long flowing white hair is so cool. People dye it to be different colors like black. It's so neat. So I would wear this ar the headpiece with like other armor sets. I would mix it up just so I could take some of the rupee damage and just have this cool long flowing hair as I was running around. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. The second I so I, I told the story on Zeldcast Top Tens. Um I'm one of those those blokes that you remember right before Tears of the Kingdom came out, the art book leaked. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I'm looking. I don't care. I'm I'm going I for it. Too. I did As too. soon as I saw that headpiece, I was just like, Allison's gonna love this. <laughs> and I did. When I saw it in the when I saw it in the art book, I was like, How do I get that in the game? Yeah. And I figured it out really quickly. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think the. Uh, the outfit is like whatever, like it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but the headpiece is is clearly the, uh, you know, the selling point of this, and and it does look very cool, and um, and I I can't say I've dyed it or anything like that, and I I can't really say that I've worn it actually a whole lot, um, but I do you know it, it does have kind of a neat gimmick associated with it. You you lose rupees instead of health, which um does seem like good in theory, but to me I like I always struggled to keep my wallet full in tears of the kingdom mm. it was like it was like there was no money in that game and until you know uh certain glitches allowed me to to have one two a hundred diamonds and i finally had some cheddar but before that i was like god i'm gonna die way quicker if i if i have this on than if i just like use my 
you know, hearts from all 150 whatever shrines in the game. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think functionality-wise, this one doesn't quite click with me, but it does yeah. look cool, and I like the Satori, like, tie-in. You know what would have been actually pretty cool, what I would have preferred as a power-up for this, is maybe instead, if you, uh, if you got this armor, if it would, like, either almost, like, direct you to like where the cherry blossoms are where you could put the thing down so that you can see the caves or if maybe you put it on and like caves like within i don't know like a like a hundred hyrule mile distance or something like that light up if you're by them and you have this on or something that would be cool that would be kind of that would be awesome i agree um but i i really like this as well or if you could like walk up to bloopies and they wouldn't run away that would be cool too yeah that would be cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you could you could pick them up and pet them. Aww. Aww. That would be cool. Uh, I can't it, believe Nintendo was like, yeah, you still can't pet the dogs. I was Rude. about to say, it's a travesty. Rude. They let you pick up dogs and cats in Twilight Princess, but they don't let you pet dogs in Breath of the Wild and Tears. No. That's no sense. That's a... That, that. Oh. Here's a fun here's a fun little little blip. I'm playing Jedi Survivor right now and there's this thing um oh god, I can't remember what they're called, boglings or something like that and they're these cute little critters in the in the Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor sphere. And you can go up and you could pet them and you get a um achievement that says you could pet the boglings. <laughs> and I love it. I love that. It's so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh yeah, this this is an absolute like just what are you doing? Can't pet the dog. That's that's ridiculous. Um, anyways, let's move on. All right, let's talk about uh, what's next on our list here, Al. The Yiga armor. I uh, I'm pretty sure that I I gave some incorrect information on Zeldcast top tens because I was talking about the Yiga armor and I was like, I think this was in Breath of the Wild. I think, but no. now I don't think it was. Was it? No. No. No, it was not. Okay. I really like this armor. I think it's great. Um. Oh, I see. You don't, you don't like it? I don't. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. The hold only on. reason I like it, I'll say this. The only reason I like it is because you can trick the ego with it, and I think that's so ironic and hilarious. Yes, yes. I, that's the only reason I like it. I think it's great. You have, like... So, So first of all, um, so it increases your stealth, which which I think is, is great. But, like, because for me, I was... Uh, I never did the side quest for for Grandma in Kakariko Village until oh, I don't know okay. why I just put it off and I and I did do it for like a long time so I never had like anything that really upped my stealth for like most of the game I was actually using the uh, the Ganondorf farmer from Ocarina of Time to, to increase my stealth so it was mm-hmm. nice to have something that finally increased my stealth but I feel like the the amount of like side quests that you could do with this the amount of like fun interactions that you get with this is is great it's i don't I, I was like very charmed to learn like not learn more but like get into the inner echelon of like the yiga clan and see what a like yes. serious but like ridiculous organization it was um mm-hmm. which i guess like is more so story than like the actual function of the suit but like right. i don't know i thought it was great i thought like every time you wear this and they're just like hey you got hair like that link guy What's up with that? <laughs> like none of none of the rest of them have blonde hair. They just dyed it because they didn't want to be associated with Link. Yeah, uh, I um, thought that was fun. I don't know. I, I like this set. I think the set is fine for what I get to use it for, which is infiltrating the Yiga clan. I think it has a lot of fun like elements to it in that way. 
But otherwise, I don't really like looking like the Yiga, and I like the Sheikah armor way better, so I wear the Sheikah armor for stealth, you know? And I really love the Sheikah armor, and it's definitely something I use quite often, but it, the only reason I would ever want to wear the Yiga armor is to trick the Yiga, so that's just me. I, I don't think it looks that great. I think it's, it's, again, it's just goofy, so. I like it. I don't know. I think it looks like, I mean... Yeah, like the Sheikah armor, you've kind of got an unfair advantage. It's been around for forever, so it's kind of got this classic look to it. But, like, I don't know. I, I thought it was, like, just charming. The, the, basically, everything involved with the Yiga in this game, I thought, was, was charming. It was great. It was fantastic. I agree. Like I said, like, Master Koga went from, like, zero to hero for me. Like, I hated him <laughs> in, in Breath of the Wild and Age of Calamity. And I don't know why, but in this game, man, he's awesome. I love, I love him. And so, like, maybe, maybe some of that bleeds over to me, where I'm just like, okay, cool, <laughs> you know, Yiga. Uh, <laughs> but I really like it. And again, it's not, it's not because of the suit. But I, like, one of the one of my favorite parts of this game was you get that uh, that ability when you have no weapons. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's like that's tied to the Yiga, which I feel like I also associate with uh, with this armor piece. So. I feel like maybe it gets some some additional uh, props from me, mm -hmm. if you will. So yeah, there we go. Okay, there you go. Zonite armor, very cool. This very is my cool. favorite armor set. I love. Link this looks armor like a. Set. He looks like a stud. He looks this. like an Aztec prince, and I freaking love it. So as soon as I started getting this armor set, this is like solely what I wore. You know how you were saying, like if you weren't doing anything else, you would put on the archaic set. Yeah. I did the same until I got the Zonite set. I think the headpiece is super cool, but I don't like running around with it, so I keep it off. And I just yeah. kind of made the Zonite set my archaic set. I and did the same. Yeah, it, it's just so cool looking. It really shows off his arm, like what's going on with that. I think um, just the overall look is just so awesome, and I, I, I love it. It was my favorite. If I, like do a new playthrough, uh, I'm sure I will, new several playthroughs, like, I'll try to go get this set immediately. Yeah. Uh, it's got, arguably, the the most um, useful ability in the game, especially yes. especially newer, to slow down the charge of your of your battery, which is, like, you know, it took me forever to, to like, figure out how to actually get more batteries in my, mm -hmm. you know, in my arsenal. So um, I use this actually quite a lot. It looks awesome. It looks, uh, it's got like the tattoos again over there. Link looks like a stud muffin. So he looks great. <laughs> now I would say this, I would say this, the headpiece, I think instead of the sideways mohawk, I would have been down with like the, the front mohawk instead. I think that could have been cooler. I like, guess, but if, if you consider kind of how it, it looks very like, I don't know if I'm like using the right culture here, but like Aztecan and like the sun god kind of deal. Sure. I understand why it's that way. I would have been down for like, you know how like you can customize the uh, the horse like like headpieces or like the hair yeah. haircuts or whatever. I that would be cool if you could do that for this. Give yourself like some dreads or give yourself like a front mohawk or like just mm -hmm. I don't know something cool. But I would have uh, liked more hair customizability with Link. That would I agree. Been kind of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. I mean, this is a fantastic set. I I love this set. I ranked it very highly on my list of uh, favorite sets in mm -hmm. Zelda Cast top tens. Not gonna yep. tell you how high, but it was high. Um, so yeah, this was, uh, this is a fantastic set. And actually we don't have this on our list, but you open up the door for this. So I'm going to jump in and take it. I want to talk about a, an item that, uh, maybe a lot of people don't give a lot of love to, 
but it is a a fashion choice, strictly a fashion choice. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't add this to my list. The Well-Worn Band. Yep. There's actually a couple, you know, the Well-Worn Band, but there's also, like, the CC headset, too. Yeah, yeah, there one. is, yeah. Well, the CC headset, I mean, that that is fugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's definitely, like, not my cup of tea, but I kind of like the way it changes Link's face, too, oh, and, like, the geez. hair. That thing is, <laughs> but... is horrible. I would be, I would be one of those... Those old bastards just be like, I, back in my day, we just had cheese and vegetables, and that's all we needed. We didn't need any of this mushroom hat yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, the, the, the headband, or the, the hair tie, yes, is a, is a good, nice touch. Yeah. It's, it, it was like, it was so nostalgic just to have, like, because, like, Link's hair is, is everywhere, and he's, he's shaggy, and he's unkept and wild. And to uh, I love know, I use that mostly so I, I do too but I I do have to admit sometimes I did uh, put on the the old champions tunic and I put on the old well worn hairband and the classic Hylian uh, Hylian trunks mm-hmm. and I was I was running around like it was 2017 and it, it made <laughs> me feel nostalgic a little bit yeah. so yeah. I really liked the the option at least to have the well worn hairband in the game I I, I wasn't too. expecting yeah. it when I found it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, well, it's kind of funny because you do see some stuff in the trailers with Link looking, you know, as he did in Breath of the Wild. and But you kind of assume that's all story. But then you, like, yeah. there's, some, there's some elements where you're, like, seeing him do it in gameplay. So you're like, how does that happen? Do you just put on the champion's tunic and his hair is suddenly up? So, no, I thought it was, like, a nice touch. Like, it was cute. Um, I, We didn't really talk about this either, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But there's also the champion's leathers, which is in this yeah. game, which are which are different than what is it, the tunic of memories or something like that? Yeah. Which is your actual like literal champion's tunic. I thought the champion's leathers. I was excited to get them at first. I was I was just like, yes, this is gonna be like my my top armor. I, they look different. Like they don't look the same. Just different enough where I I don't quite like them. I I thought they were cool. Like they made Link look a little bit more. I don't know, like warrior like, swordsman like. Yeah. Um, because they, you know, the leathers, and it kind of just added to his, like, I don't know, his appeal as a warrior. So I kind of liked it. But again, it felt, you like the nostalgia, and I understand that. And there were times where I did that, too. But for the most part, I was like, this is a new game. This is a new, like, it's the same link. But he's grown, and now you're, like, incorporating all this Zonai stuff. So right. I was really, like, taking that on with Link's wardrobe. I didn't go back too much. Right. Well, I, I and I do want to touch on that. But, uh, but before I get there... Let's talk about the last new outfit in the game, the ancient heroes aspect. And I think that everybody listening to this would probably say that this armor is awesome. I think that most people, I bet you a good majority of people would say it's their favorite in the game. I've heard, um, so I've worn it a couple times because aesthetically it's cool, but I've heard... And I have upgraded it, but I haven't tested this. When you fully upgrade it, it's like the most overpowered armor set in the game as far as like helping you with your battles Mm. and i didn't test this myself but apparently it's like fantastic for when you're fighting so i think that's really cool and it makes a lot of sense because it takes on the form i mean it's really implied that you're taking on the form of the ancient hero in the tapestry of the ten thousand year old legend of calamity ganon so which which i thought was raru by the way i thought that was like literally raru oh okay but i guess not I don't think so. Um, 
I mean, it 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 raised a lot of questions for me that obviously I don't think will get answered. But I I just unless we get like an art book that kind of explains more about it to us or a design book or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just think it looks really cool. It appears that the ancient hero was a zoni, which kind of makes sense when you look at the tapestry that he's kind of green. Has a tail, but also kind of looks a little like Ganondorf with the red hair and the headpiece, uh, like the jewelry piece on his forehead. So it just makes you have all these questions about it, but it's also cool at the same time. It, it looks awesome. Um, and I will say this, I I don't think it's my favorite in the game. I don't think that, uh, I, I don't I don't quite know what it is. I, like it's it's super convenient that it's it's one piece and it's, mm-hmm. and it's easy enough to upgrade you it's it's very strong very durable and it looks awesome like it it does look awesome there's something about it that doesn't quite and i think it's the the mask i think i would have liked to see a bit of link's face in it maybe to like Mm -hmm. have it look more like uh like an actual mask or something like that like almost like batman you know like where you can see like the bottom of batman's face and his eyes or something like that yeah i think for me that would have made this one a little bit more cool that being said i mean this still looks like so awesome. It, it, I mean, it looks like yeah. the Zonite armor, but just like kind of like a little bit different um, in a I way. I kind of understand what you're saying, but I think it's more of a form change than just an outfit change. Like it literally changes him into this kind of Zonite looking Yeah, Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. You get a tail, your face kind of gets elongated. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like it, it, you know. it always reminds me of like, uh, like it, it looks like very ancient Egyptian, specifically the yeah. piece on his neck. Um, yeah, but this this ancient heroes aspect armor is going to be our generate like this this new generation's uh, fierce deity set. I think it's going to be around. Yeah, like that's kind of cool. I like that idea. I I really think like this is going to be like I think a lot of people when they think of of different armor sets, there's like the you know obviously in this game there's like the the armor of time, armor of sky, armor of twilight. I think in like twenty years when we're playing Breath of the Wild seven. And, uh, you know, we're we're going around and we're collecting all the, the old pieces from the game. I think you're going to see the champion's tunic from Breath of the Wild. That's going to be the signature piece. The piece, the signature piece from this game is going to be the ancient hero's aspect. And it's going to be, like I said, like the, the modern day equivalent of the fierce deity armor. I think this thing is here to stay. I think it's like, I think it's going to be a very, very uh, iconic look for, for Link going forward. I hope that they make some like key artwork uh, on this because that, that would, I think yeah. would be awesome. Yes, I agree. I'm I'm looking forward to the day where we get like one of those dark horse books for for Tears of the Kingdom because I'd like there's so many things that I have questions about right. that they don't answer in the game, which is frustrating. I'll I'll rant to the day I die about the continuity between the Sheikah technology and where the heck it all went. But hopefully they will explain some of that stuff in the book, and I hope that they have more information about the ancient heroes aspect in the book as well. Yeah, it would be it would be very cool to know. Uh, more. I mean, you know, it'd be very cool to know more about like ba- basically all the stuff. Actually, the yeah. uh, you know we're gonna have to do our our full story episode soon. Maybe even next week, Al. I don't know what you think about that, but uh, I'm ready to get some stuff off my chest. Okay. Um, but before we get there, uh, let me let me let me uh, tee up something that I was that I was thinking about with the uh, the armor sets and specifically the ones that came back from Breath of the Wild. Now I want to say this: I have no problem with like the auxiliary armor sets coming back. And what by that I mean like your your Ocarina of Time armor or your yeah. Twilight Princess or like the the amiibo armor, let's just call it. I think all that stuff coming back is totally fine. I think like the Korok mask coming back is fine. Majora's mask, that's fine. However, 
I kind of take umbrage with them just bringing back like the barbarian armor and the climbing armor and the like, and and when I say I take umbrage with that, I I understand why they're back because those are like vital abilities that you need in your game: climb faster, hit stronger. Um, you know, all of those things are things that you need in the game. But like, come on, give us give us new stuff. Like, give us something. Mm-hmm. Give us something new. Like, I think that that would have been an easy change to make. And, and, and again, who am I? I don't know, right? But, like, I think that that would have been an easy change so it doesn't feel so much like Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it, because so much of this game feels like been there, done that, got that. Like, why? Why is the the Flame Breaker armor back and not something new and something cool and something unique to Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah. So I'm looking at the armor in this game, and even if it was like super super useful, I like I never used it like out of spite because I was like, <laughs> I do not want to, I, I yeah. do not want to wear the barbarian armor again. I don't want to do it. Um, I do not want to put on the rubber suit. I'd rather get hit by lightning. I don't like. I just I was like, no, I don't want this again. I've already had it. I've already done it. I don't like. I just I I feel like so much of this game, unfortunately, like is so heavily lifted from breath of the wild from the map to the fit like it's so much of it is the same and when you get like when you get half of the half of the armor sets that are just like retreads of what's already been done in breath of the wild that kind of made me feel a little bit less like almost like like we were talking about last week with the collectathons it's like you couldn't have done anything else like there was six years in between these games coming out you couldn't have like you couldn't have like at least changed like the the, the snow armor, which I like too, by the way. But, like, you couldn't have changed it to give us something new. Give us something fresh. Give us something different. Something unique to this game. Like, come on. Like, what if what if instead of the snow armor, what if instead of the flame breaker armor, like, let's just say, like, hey, the ember armor is the new flame breaker armor. The, the, the I can't remember, the charge set is the new rubber set. Like, that, like would that have been hard? Yeah. I don't think so. I so I get where you're coming from. My thing about it is not that it, they gave us a lot of the same armor; is that we had to acquire it again. We had to get it. Well, again. that's you. We pay yeah. for it again. So my thing is that Nintendo clearly made a decision where they were like, "How do we make this obviously a sequel, but enough of a standalone game that if this is the first time somebody's playing a Zelda game or hasn't played Breath of the Wild, it it can work on its own." And I think that was the wrong decision. I think if you're going to make a sequel game get 100% behind making it a sequel game and understand that players who spent six years playing Breath of the Wild are already have all this armor, already have all the map, already, like, you had two other locations of map to get. Why do you need to get the, the surface again? You don't. You really don't. Um, the, the compendium again, it's just like, okay, we already got all the, like, standard compendium stuff. Let's get the new compendium, like, the new things that came from... Like, the Horriblins and the the Gleox, stuff like that. That makes sense, you know? Like, build yes. off of the game that people have already completed. Don't make it a do-over. It just was very frustrating for returning players who had spent so much time in Breath of the Wild to do all the same things that they accomplished in Breath of the Wild in this new game. I think they should have gone the opposite and been like, this is 100% a sequel. If you are lost, go play Breath of the Wild. I don't think that's so hard of an ask. You know, especially because like 30 million people have played Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, 
seriously. You know, like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like a lot of people playing this probably didn't already play Breath of the Wild. I know, yeah, exactly. Um, so I didn't think that was the right decision on Nintendo's part. And that's what's frustrating to me about the armor sets is that you have to go get them again when you already had them in Breath of the Wild. I mean, you could you could apply that critique to almost, like, you could apply it to the collectibles. You could apply yeah. it to, honestly, you could apply it to the story. You could apply it to, like, a lot of the continuity issues. It's like, you know, like, like the Sheik attack. It's like, okay, where to go? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, so you, you can apply that to a lot of different aspects um, in in this game. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. But I, I And I want to talk about that more when we talk about the story. I think we should just do it next week, Al. What do you think? Okay. Story, All right. Full spoiler. I mean, it's been three months. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's been three. Today. To the day. It's been three months since. Yeah, Tuesday. you're right. So I think has. we've reached the point where it's we can do our spoiler. Our, our 90-day probation is over, baby. We're doing it. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just like I don't know. It just every time I saw like like the Hylian armor or the Barbarian armor or the Zora the Zora armor, especially because it was part of a main quest to get, I was like, "Come on, you can't give yeah, us like something new." I thought it was like kind of. I thought they did an okay job with that, where they were like, "Oh, we took care of your armor for you because it was damaged because it was personally a gift from Mifa. She made it for you personally." Yeah. So I was really worried that I was like gonna have to buy this or something, and but then at the same time, the rest of the armor was scattered for other reasons, and I'm just like, "Why not just keep it all together for me? Because it's a gift from your precious Mifa to me. You know, why are you scattering it and making me go look for it again?" I don't know. I I didn't like that. Um, at all in terms of the outfits i just kind of felt a little bit uh well a little bit lazy i guess to me but uh, that's neither here nor there okay Al, i have the opportunity on the zelda cast top 10s available on patreon.com forward slash spnet to tell everybody my favorite outfit in okay. tears of the kingdom and i'm not going to do that on this show but i think you should what's your what is the one for you what's the one the Zonite armor, Zonite? 100%. Okay. My favorite set. And I, like I said, the headset is really cool looking. I just don't like running around with it. I prefer the way Link looks with his shaggy hair right. in the Zonite, with the rest of the Zonite armor. And it really works because I use that that hover bike, motorbike everywhere. So it's really nice. There you go. Usage for the batteries. So it's my favorite. Um, okay. Well, we're, uh, we're going to get out of here, uh, pretty quickly, but before we go, I should mention that, uh, if you listen to another Zelda podcast, you got a special treat, uh, today because there is a new episode of another Zelda podcast out today featuring yours truly and Allison Aletha on it. And we are discussing with David and Katie, the top 10 epic moments in the series. Yes. I yeah. actually, I take that back. It wasn't a top ten. We each had like three, right? It was like a top ten collective. That's right. Know? It was it was yeah. top twelve. We each had three, and we yeah. made twelve uh, overall. So there was a lot of cool stuff on there that uh, that I didn't think of that other people brought up, and like uh, mm-hmm. ones that I was pretty excited about as well. So I would definitely recommend uh, checking that episode out. It should be out. Like I said today, I saw Katie post about it earlier. So. Should be out wherever you get your podcast. Go check it out. Another Zelda podcast. A, a great podcast, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I I think that, like, there's a lot of hours in a week. So, like, I, and I and I love, uh, I want people to listen to us, obviously, of course. But, like, check out another Zelda podcast. Check out, like, uh, like the Hyrule Travelogue. Check out Chat of the Wild, stuff like that. Like, you know, get, take in all the different 
Zelda Zelda opinions, Zelda hot takes, Zelda information, stuff like that. There's there's a lot of like really talented people out there making a lot of really good Zelda shows, and uh, you know we, we're fortunate enough to be uh, to be on one with David and Katie. So so check that out. It's out today. Um, awesome. I can't even remember what moments I brought up actually, so I might have to re-listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun time. I remember that there was a couple I couldn't say because I didn't want to spoil them. Yeah. They hadn't finished tears. Yeah. Um, well. If you haven't finished Tears, well, I don't recommend you tune in next week because we are going full bore spoiler. Full bore spoiler. I'm excited for this. I might even have to prep a little bit for this because... Yeah, me too because it's been a while. It's been a while and yeah, I, ha- I have some I have some stuff to get off my chest about <laughs> this game and its story. So, um, all right. Well, that is going to do it for us. We are going to get out of here, uh, of course. We want you guys to check us out wherever you get your podcast, like, and subscribe, uh, leave us a five-star review. And in fact, I unlocked Spotify comments yesterday. I came to the 21st century and, and got into the back end of Spotify. Everyone's been leaving comments and uh, they're, they're very sweet. So uh, keep, keep that up. That's, that's amazing. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Spateri316. Al is at Allison Aletha. We are at the Zelda cast. And uh, you can, of course, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash SPNet. You've heard me plug it about a thousand times this episode. I'm going to do it one more time. So uh, we, we got the ZeldaCast Top 10s rolling through. We're uh, we're in episode 12, or episode 12, episode 2 right now. And uh, Adriel's mother, if you're still in chat, Adriel is coming on next month for uh, for ZeldaCast Top 10. So that's going to be fun. Um, and of course, you know, speaking of chat, we, we stream our shows every week. We're live on Twitch. Uh, usually it's Sundays. Today it's Saturday. But uh, we're over on twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast. And I think that's all the plugging I have to do, Al. I think we've plugged away as much as we possibly can. So with that being said, we are going to get out of here. But everybody have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week. Take care.